Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, or you can find this show and any of the other shows we do on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. So that being said, I'm going to jump right into the episode. I have a lot of questions for this guy. A lot of you have heard his first few episodes. Um, but I'm going to go right into it. So we have Sam back from Roll 'em Up to Keto's. How are you doing today, Sam? Doing great. Thank you very much for having us. Appreciate You're it. very welcome. From Chino Hills, California, I should say. This will be episode number six, actually. And the last time we released an episode was February 16th. So literally over six months ago, we released the last episode. Can you believe it? I can't believe it's been six months. Yeah, I know. A lot's going on. A lot of stuff going on. So I want to get into a few things because we, ha- we had a, a few questions that I want to ask you directly that I've been holding off as people have listened to episodes. As we did that networking thing in New York City back in May, it's hard to believe that was almost four months ago. Actually, it was four months ago on September 7th tomorrow because we're recording this. Or, uh, yeah, we're recording this on the 6th. So sept- it will be four months ago I needed we need to do another one of those and um but either way when we did the gorilla brave networking thing for the podcast that a bunch of people came to at um south side street port and south side seaport and um I don't know why I call it street port but I always do but anyway so uh, let's go right into the questioning here Sam what do you think your best core values are? I think the best one is the one that my parents uh, raise our family with, and that's integrity. And um, and everything that you do is based off that. So every decision you make, uh, how you work with people, how you treat people, uh, that is the building block for everything. Uh, People will you know, uh, your integrity when you have something that comes up and how you deal with something. And um, even if you make the wrong, uh, you, you go about it the wrong way, your integrity just eats up at you and goes, hey, you have to correct that because how you dealt with that situation uh, was not right. So uh, I think that that's a most important one. And it is absolutely crucial that you surround yourself with those type of individuals that uh, understand that the importance of integrity when you're hiring uh, individuals for roll them up do you look for integrity as the first thing I mean as you're trying to hire you know store managers operators fryers uh, whatever Taquito fryers, donut fryers. How are do you? How do you sort out the group then for integrity? Uh, I think uh, so. The answer is yes. Uh, how you come up with questions to find that out throughout an interview that is very challenging. And uh, I love interviewing people. I'm always thinking of different questions to ask. Uh, those individuals um, when I'm interviewing them and uh, it is an absolute passion of mine to interview 
as many people as possible. I believe that interviewing is an art and uh, you and you're always thinking of what kind of questions can I come up with to find how this individual is going to interact with our customers, interact with managers, um, with their peers. And, and it is always a, a fun, creative way to find different questions that will tell me, uh, is this person a person of integrity? But, but I look at this when I meet a new friend when, I mean, in every aspect of my life, right, when I was in the dating scene and I was you know, looking forward to meeting that very special person in my life, that's it. It's, it's integrity. So whether we're talking about a spouse or we're talking about somebody you're going to be working next to uh, or, or the partnership that you go into, it's integrity is everything everything and um so you know one of the questions that i ask when i'm interviewing somebody uh, i don't want to have the same questions that you're going to find online so because now it's so easy for somebody to do all the prep work and for them to be prepared to answer common questions that you're asking in an interview Right. So I want to ask them questions that, you know, that they don't they're not going to find on uh, on Google. I, I, so it's it's always a very exciting to find different ways to ask and uh, find out, you know, what people are going to do when nobody's watching. I mean, how do you I mean, what kind of questions do you ask then to keep them off guard? don't want to ask this I don't want to put this question out there because it's one of my favorite ones but you know one of the things I I let them know is hey when you come on board we're going to train you on whatever position right so you're we're going to train you up in the front or we're going to train you in drive through or different areas there's some things that we're not going to train you on that you should already know what are some of the things that you should already know when you come into the job and I love asking that question because I want to hear what they're, I want them to think. And, and I let them know, hey, before you answer this question, take some time. Let me know what you already know that myself or any other manager, we shouldn't have to talk to you about this because you should already know this. Right? And... Um, I really appreciate somebody takes their time and there's uh, some answers that I look for that tell me right, right off the bat if they understand the question and also what kind of response I get back from that question. It's such, it's one of my favorite questions to ask and I didn't want to put this question out there because unfortunately some folks are going to know that I asked that question, but um, pretty interesting what uh, what answers they give you. I love this. <clears throat> so, I'm going to ask, save the the next couple of questions because I know we're gonna we're gonna go on to another episode. 
But let's talk about roll them up taquitos. Okay, you were expanding quite rapidly in the last episode we talked. So, like, what is going on now? What's happened over the last six months? I know you've grown quite a bit. Like, talk to us about what's going on with roll them up, how the expansion's going. I know you're you're picking up franchisees. Like, talk to us about all those type of things that are going on for you guys and why you think they're going on. Yes. One of the major things that we did is we stopped franchising for about six months. And the reason why we did that is we wanted to find an individual that could help us find great leaders in the restaurant industry. And we needed to find somebody, a a great person of integrity that's going to look for folks in the restaurant industry that are passionate about the restaurant industry, passionate about people and are high caliber integrity folks. Similar to when somebody, uh, you know, when, when somebody's putting together a football team, right. And they talk about when they're doing the draft and they're in the war room and they're looking for certain types of player. Right. Uh, I recently watched uh, an episode of, a professional NFL team and they talked about we're looking for a smart tough and uh, that's what our team should be they should be smart tough and talented right they're looking for those type of players and you know in the college level football players very talented they're also looking for someone that's very tough and very smart and we took a pause from bringing on franchisees because we had to find the right person that's going to help us find those great individuals out there, those great groups that would like to be uh, partners in the business with us. And so that was a very important hire. And we have an individual by the name of Paul Tran. He is awesome. He does a great job finding great people. And so that's why we, took a pause until we made sure we had the right individual that's going to find us great people. He understands what we're looking for. He understands that we want to surround ourselves with people with high integrity and um, that are going to take care of the customer, take care of their people that are passionate about growing people. When you grow people, you grow profits, you grow sales. And uh, that's what we're looking for. So we took that time off, found that individual that individual has brought on some great people um, in the last, I believe the last five months here. We have a, a great group out in Houston. We brought on a great group out in Utah. They also have restaurants in uh, Tucson, Arizona. We have a group now in Nebraska that signed on. We're very close to another signing that we're extremely excited about um, but these are great people that were brought to us and introduced to us by that very important hire in uh, Paul Tran so um, that's uh, that's what we've done in the franchising side Uh, since we last spoke uh, we've doubled in size in our restaurant count we went from seven restaurants at the beginning of the year to now 14 restaurants so doubled in restaurant count doubled in uh in our overall sales in the company which is fantastic 
and uh, working really hard to make sure that we bring on great people in our infrastructure. We talked about bringing on that individual and Paul Tran, that's our uh, head of franchising. We brought on a great VP of marketing by the name of Crystal Miller, who I've had a great opportunity to work with in the past with a fantastic brand. She is extremely passionate about growing the brand, about getting out to our community. Uh, that was a part of our DNA that we wanted to add on, which was to make sure that we have a, uh, w- that we take an active role within our community to make every single community that we work, work in have a restaurant, that we make it better. And uh, that's through our high schools, that's through fundraising, um, really impacting those individuals. If there's a football camp, for example, we had a great football camp out in the city of Rialto, California. We did a football camp where we fed uh, 300 uh, young football players that were out there for uh, Kenny Clark Jr.'s uh, football camp. He's an individual that plays for the Green Bay Packers. He wanted to make sure he gave back to his community and uh, really impacted that area that he grew up in and it was great to partner with that individual. And it was an awesome opportunity for us to be able to provide a product, help him out in his camp, but also for a lot of the new folks that have never tried our product. They had an opportunity to try the product and it was great. And uh, something magical happens when you go out to your community and you impact your community and you help others. Guess what happens? Your business grows and your community goes back to you and says, thank you for showing up. We're here, A, because you have a great product, but we also want for you to succeed because you were out there for us. So that's been great. Uh, we've been doing a lot of that. Um, we grew a our first food truck, which is absolutely uh, just so much fun. We took a page from that beautiful brand that we just love out here in California called In-N-Out Burger. They've had food trucks since 1974. And a major reason for that was to make sure that they were out in different communities where they didn't have a restaurant so they could put that great product in somebody's hand and eventually eat that baby up and now crave that product and look for it all over uh, Southern California. And that's exactly what we're doing now. Um, just recently, we uh, showcased our food truck at a uh, Friday night high school football game. Uh, we had the uh, number one high school in the nation in modern day high school uh, playing the number 10 ranked high school in uh, Centennial out in Corona, California. Uh, 10,000 fans for a high school football game which is absolutely amazing. That's insane. That's insane. That's 10,000 people at a high school football game. At a high school football game. First time I've ever seen that. I'm sure there's other high schools out there that are, uh, can get a lot more folks out there. I know there's, there's some uh, huge high schools out in Texas that I got a great opportunity to drive by and they look like a professional uh, football stadium, but, yeah, that was great. That was our first experience uh, doing that. We had a lot of key learnings uh, of how to uh, improve and how to uh, really go out there and make a difference, but it was awesome. And um, just recently, we had our food truck for the first two games out at 
USC. We are we became a uh, partner of USC Athletics out here in Southern California. So for all the USC Trojan fans out there, fight on. And if you're not a SC fan, that's okay. You can still come and uh, get some, get some taquitos at every one of our uh, tailgates. So we uh, we have the food truck out there. So much fun for us to be able to have our product in front of our new customers. And um, it's it's been a lot of fun. So we've grown our infrastructure. Uh, we brought on a great franchise business consultant that is uh, out there supporting our franchisees. Uh, brought in our VP of marketing, as I mentioned before. And um, it is quite exciting to grow not only in restaurant counts and, and sales, uh, but also growing people and giving them an opportunity to uh, to do great at uh, in their area of expertise. Let's talk about the food truck a little bit. Why, if you're already in a brick and mortar situation, you're growing with franchisees, why get a food truck? It seems like you're going backwards by by most people's standards. Yeah, it, I, we love the food truck and the food truck. We've taken it out, uh, as I mentioned to places where we don't have a restaurant and we might have two restaurants in the city of Corona, but this was a great opportunity to be on site during a football game. Right. And for them to try our product. And, um, that was something that we just absolutely love. It is a huge way to market your product. And again, to go into some areas where we are anticipating growing in those areas. But before we get that brick and mortar, we got that food truck there already to serve them. And uh, it's gone to so many different places. We've done a podcast where we've gone to somebody's home up in, uh, in the Hollywood Hills, served taquitos there. We've gone to uh, you know high school football game. We've gone to USC. We're getting ready to do corporate events, and um, it, it, it just gives us an opportunity for our taquitos to be on wheels, and we'll come out to you. So uh, really exciting uh, part of the business. It is definitely a part of the business that we're going to continue to grow. Uh, we named our fleet of food trucks after our uh, co-founder, Ron Ushray. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he passed away just a couple months ago, uh, but every single one of our food trucks is named after Mr. Ron. So we have Ron one and uh, can't wait to see how many more uh, Ron food trucks we're going to have out in the road, not only here in California, but throughout the United States. So uh, I'm, it's a great I'm, opportunity. It's I'm going to come for us and our franchisees. I'm going to come back to the food truck. Talk to me about yeah. the passing away of one of the founders. Like what hap like what happens there? How did you guys keep going? Like what was morale like during that time? Because I think like a lot of businesses and a lot of entrepreneurs suffer from this and their companies suddenly passing away of a founder. I mean, it it shocks you. It, it shocks everybody because um this is an individual that sold his previous company um, and did whatever he could to make sure that he supported his son, Ryan, in opening up 
their dream. And ooh, it is, uh, you know, Ron, he passed away and we signed on to become the official uh, partner with uh, USC Athletics. Ron loved USC. Uh, it was such a, a fun moment when we signed because it was an opportunity for for all of us to experience USC together. And unfortunately, he passed away before and he didn't get to experience it. But uh, we were there this weekend and uh, we all knew that he was there with us, right? Um, but it absolutely does impact everybody. We, we, we all felt it, of course. Um, Ron's family and, and his loved ones course felt it at a huge in a huge way but we also are going to continue to celebrate everything that he worked so hard to build for him and his family and his son and we're all going to work very very hard to make sure we stay focused on growing the brand and growing our people and um and i'm sure that uh he's watching uh, watching us grow so it definitely does impact it's uh you know, I, I can't explain it other than it is very impactful. Um, and uh, we were very close to Ryan and his family and to see how we can support him. Um, we all knew that we had to step up because um, at this time we wanted to make sure that um, Ryan and his family were we're doing whatever they could to to process this huge loss, but we all knew that we had to step up and and make sure that uh, roll them up kept going and and kept performing at a high level. Um, it's just a crazy thing to have happen, and I and I love that he supported his son, and I think that. Um, what roll them up taquitos is doing is it's an incredible brand. Number one, number two. You guys have such a an incredible menu, and we've talked about that on another podcast. But just your churro donuts alone, I think, is one of one of the biggest things that I hear every time I mention you guys. Everyone's like, "Oh, do you, have you seen their churro donuts online or your corn on the cob online?" Meaning on social media, and I just for whatever reason, you guys have hundreds of thousands of followers, and I would say that. Uh, everyone knows your products. What a great handheld food. Uh, you have different sauces. You have different dips. You have churro donuts. You have that, the corn on the cob, which is just unbelievable. And what a great idea. It's on a stick. And um, and so I just want to emphasize that. So let's go back to the food trucks. Like, What do you offer on the food trucks? That that What's the menu look like on the food truck versus the store? It's identical. We want to make sure that that experience from a food truck is the same that if you walked into one of our restaurants. Every single thing that's in the on our menu at the restaurant is on the food truck. We want to make sure that they get the full experience, that they don't get – the customer does not feel like – when they're walking up and they're telling their friends and they're going like, Oh, you've got to try this. And, uh, they walk up and no, I'm sorry. We don't serve that on the truck. We only serve, you know, these options. 
uh, Ryan was very adamant that whatever we sell at our restaurants, we're going to do everything on the food truck. And um, I absolutely love his passion to make sure that the customer has an opportunity and is not uh, does not miss out on anything that we serve. So, I mean, you talked about building a fleet of food trucks, and, and you and I have talked about this offline a little bit. Um, you know, what is it that the food trucks do for you in terms of research for new markets, and, and why have a fleet of them, for example? I think because there's so many different opportunities for us, right? And um, in the catering world, man, it's... It, it's it's actually pretty when you go and, and you uh, you order food and you get it delivered and you know let's say you're having an event at home at work or off-site we don't want for somebody to get something warm we want somebody to get it again the same experience as a, as a restaurant and um, when you have a food truck and now that that calendar is getting booked they want us everywhere and um we are noticing that hey this this is a great way again to grow the brand to grow the brand to get out there and uh, and be available for for our customers so um with one food truck our general manager that's supervising the food truck he, he is a very busy individual because um we are getting a lot of calls we're getting a lot of calls and uh it's also exciting to see where these uh calls are coming from because now we are pinpointing those markets that we're currently not in that are absolutely calling for us to be there. I like this a lot because you can flush out the opportunity. You can see where a good opportunity to um, grow the markets are. You can offer it to franchisees who need to help build it as they're building their location, you know, do school events for them, football games, just like you said, sporting events, whatever, um, other events, church events, whatever in those markets so it's something that i feel like the local individuals could really grow off of they could really you know they could it's something useful for the whole brand of roll them up to ketos um i think it, that it's that also very fun it's 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 so much fun to uh, experience roll them up on wheels it is so much fun right um we bring the party with us and it is really um, just a part of us growing and, and going out. And when you go, for example, we're going to be doing a wedding. We're doing a wedding on the 15th of this month. And uh, so we are their late night options. So they're going to have their meal. They're going to have their dinner. They're going to dance. They're going to party. They're going to have, you know, a cake, everything. And we are their late night option. And for us to roll up, and now we're going to be at folks on a 
when people think of their day, that of their wedding day, and they drive by and roll them up, they're going to be like, hey, remember? We had them at our wedding late night, and that was awesome. So um, we're going to roll out, and we're going to be going to different parts of California as as we uh, grow our our fleet of uh, food trucks. And how, how exciting is it when you get to experience somebody's life-changing uh, event? And uh, can't wait for that. That's going to be uh, the 15th of this month. So super excited about that. It's going to be actually the third wedding that we do this year. But it'll be our first one with the food truck. I'm... I mean, this is that's kind of incredible, right? You're actually going to do a, someone much roll them up taquitos at their wedding for their special day that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. That's like someone getting them roll them up taquitos tattoo. <laughs> uh, coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Probably not me because I, I don't have a single tattoo, but uh, coming soon. Yeah, I just I think it's a great honor and to have someone think you're of that highly of your brand. Don't you? It is absolutely huge compliment. Now, have you it's been? Compliment. Have you been with? Uh, you know, you've worked for a lot of companies in the past. Have you been with other companies that have used food trucks as a way to grow? Absolutely. I mean, one that I worked with for fourteen years at at In and Out, and um, man, we we saw so many different things. Right, we saw whether it was a golf tournament or, you know, somebody's event. Uh, we did uh, Kobe Bryant's uh, bowling tournament, which, you know, never going to forget that, right? So Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I mean, we just, we went everywhere. And um, you had a, a lot of uh, special moments, right? So, um, you know, previous brand that I worked with, um, also at Raising Cane's, Raising Cane's had, they were around for 26 years before they got their first food, uh, food truck. And, uh, you know, they're doing some very fun things with their food truck as well. That's incredible. What do you think the, what do you, in terms of the most strategic value or how you strategically think about the food trucks and you're talking about the USC games and things like that, what is the number one thing about a food truck strategically if you have a, you guys have brick and mortars, but strategically speaking, you mentioned a lot of things, but what is the number one you think value of that food truck and being able to to go around places. What is the number one thing you think it does for your business? There's no better way to market a delicious product than having a hot, having a hot pack of taquitos in your hand, having a hot, fresh out of the oven churro donut. And it is such a great way and I believe the best way to market your product is to have it straight out of the fryer, hot, piping hot taquitos, piping hot, fresh donut. There's no better way to market roll them up than to have a great product in front of you. Um, so 
I believe that it is the we looked at you know the food truck. We started thinking about the food truck. We were getting a lot of you know individuals that wanted to place a large order and we would deliver it. But it 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 was such a uh, a great compliment to get these large orders. But it also hurt like heck that they didn't get it right out of the fryer. And um, I mentioned uh, VP of our of marketing, Crystal Miller. Her first week, first week came on board. She had a huge order for us. And uh, we knew there's no way that we're going to cook this off-site and, and bring it over to them. And it still might be hot, but we're dealing with uh, tortillas, it's going to be, it's not going to be crisp or it's not going to be this. And we knew we had to do something different. And uh, within a matter of days, we had a, a portable fryer to make sure that they got a great product. And it was such a successful event, um, had a lot of key learnings. Every single new experience, you are going to have key takeaways where you're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to think about, okay, what else could we have done different? How can we execute this even at a higher level, right? Every single time that we wrap up and we have one of these events, we go back to the drawing board and it's just like a, uh, you know, we look at what great teams do. They record, they shoot video uh they gathered the team and we talk about what could we have done differently to have even better execution at that last event what what did we learn and um and that's that's what drives us it, it drives us to always look for opportunities and to realize those opportunities are going to happen let's make sure that everybody walks into that room we walk into that room uh, for uh, for example, we had a pre-planning uh, day today. We pre-planned for uh, our third USC game. This weekend, uh, we're playing Stanford. Stanford's coming into town, the farm. They're coming into, into town. This is uh, the last time that Stanford's coming into USC to play uh, at, at known as the Pac-12 because that's going to be all over the place. So we had a pre-shift meeting today. As far as proper ordering, what we saw from last, uh, last experience, last Saturday, how we can get uh, more folks to come into our food truck. There's going to be a, there's three food trucks over at USC, and we want to make sure that we are operating at the highest level possible, there was opportunities. We had a great turnout, but there was opportunities. There's different ways. There's different ways for us to sample our product. There's a lot of people that were walking by that didn't know that we were open to the public. So when we go into that meeting, into that pre-shift meeting today, Wednesday, for Saturday, as we walked in, we talk about, hey, Let's all come into this meeting with little ego. Small egos, please. 
because big egos are going to get in the way and they're not going to let us think at a higher level. So everybody put your ego in your pocket and let's get to work. So we had that meeting today about how we're going to execute this game differently than we've executed the last two games. We've had weather the last couple days, uh, the last couple weeks. One, it was 100 degrees. Last week, it rained, so we had to, we had some challenges. This weekend, it's looking beautiful, and it's going to be our first night game. So how are we going to prepare for that? So um, I love that we have that pre-shift meeting, and then we're going to have a post-shift meeting afterwards. What did we learn? Who do we need to add on? And uh, how can we improve for game number four? So we have pre-shift meetings, we have post-shift meetings, and uh, we're always going into those meetings with little eagles, please, so we can all get better for the customer. The customer should always win. I love this. The customer should always win. Like, what are some of the ways that you motivate your team? How do you keep them? Well, actually, let's get into that in the next episode. But let's talk about the food truck a few more times. Like, when you go do these events and you see people's reaction to it and you see how good they love the food and you see the popularity that's happening, like, how does that make you feel as as part of this, as, as someone who's helping grow this business? Like, what is the feeling, the satisfaction, you know, what is that like? Because I think a lot of people chase it. They just don't know what it's like to have that. I will be upgrading my phone and I need more memory on my next iPhone because it is full with videos we're recording and I'm looking at the size of the line and I'm timing how long it takes us to go from last person in line to the first, you know, until their order, uh, until they get their order taken. Uh, We're watching to see what that average time is from when they placed their meal to when they got their meal. We're looking at different ways of how we can market while we're there at the event. We're, I'm showing my, uh, I'm shooting video from my phone and I'm looking at every single table and sharing it on our group thread with the team going, isn't it beautiful to see every single table? You see an orange roll them up box, right? It is so rewarding. It is so rewarding for our customers for them to give us their hard earned money. And, uh, you know, it just it feels amazing. It feels amazing. Then you turn off the phone and then you go and talk to these individuals. And uh, I met a family that they live out in Orange County. Uh, their parents live out in Utah. And they asked me, hey, uh, when are you coming out to Utah? Funny thing funny that you should ask that we just signed a franchisee out in utah can't wait to go out there but for the orange county family i asked them is this your first time trying our product yes it is and i let them out do you know that we have four restaurants in orange county we were not aware 
So here we have one family that they asked about when we're going to go out to Utah. The same family, hey, where are your locations at? We have four locations in Orange County. It was a great opportunity for for me to let them know, hey, we are there already in your community. You go to the next table and they're wondering, hey, when are you coming out to Torrance? No problem. It's on the list. Can't wait to go out there. South Bay, get ready. Roll them off taquitos, coming your way. Next, go to the next table. Hey, when are you going out to Long Beach? Just want to let you know, we have one in Bell Gardens, Long Beach, Long Beach coming soon. So it is uh, so awesome to spend that time with the customers for them to give you feedback, how they love the product, uh, for them to ask questions, and for them to be able just to reach out and for them to know, hey, we have 14 locations right now. Really? Didn't know that. So it's not just a food truck. No, actually, food truck is our newest addition, but we have 14 restaurants. And let them know that we're out in Nevada. We're out in Arizona. We're about to open our second restaurant in Arizona next week in Gilbert, Arizona. Um, so it is, uh, it's the biggest compliment somebody can give you when, obviously, they, they buy your product and, uh, and they become raving fans. I love it. Thank you, Sam. I know we're going to continue in another episode, um, but I just want to say thank you. Where can they find Roll Em Up? Where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? Give us all the download of you guys and what you guys do. I mean, where they can find you and where they can contact you directly if they have questions for you. Definitely. So uh, on social media, our Instagram, at Roll Em Up. You can find us. Uh, you can download our Roll them up, Taquitos app, and uh, really exciting to grow our app. So you guys can uh, definitely download that. Very, very exciting. We have great people that uh, our VP of Design, Miss Taylor, does a fantastic job with that. Working alongside with our founder Ryan, with our app, with our website at rollemup.com, or excuse me, rollemup.com. Beautiful website there. You'll see all of our new locations that we have coming, uh, coming soon here. And uh, for myself, you can find me on LinkedIn um, or out at our restaurant. So super uh, grateful to be on. Uh, I want to let you know that in Justin, I have we started doing podcasts together, uh, but then uh, we soon realized we're cut from the same cloth, and uh, we have a great working relationship. We have a great friendship. Um, I bounce ideas from, uh, from Justin, Justin bouncing ideas for, uh, for myself. And, uh, the one thing that we have most in common is number one is integrity. And, uh, this relationship that we have is built on integrity. We respect one another greatly. And then we also, uh, every single time that I have an opportunity to spend time with you or get on a call or, you know, when I follow you on, on your Instagram, um, you add value to myself and, and that gets multiplied to my team. So I greatly appreciate you as a friend, friend in the business, the folks that you've introduced me to uh, that have challenged me um, in any way possible to be a better leader. So I greatly appreciate you, your friendship and, uh, and uh, having another a friend in the business in the restaurant business. So thank you so much for everything. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on the show and thank you for your friendship as well. Uh, everyone in the audience, if you want to find this show again, you can reach out to just at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs on Instagram. You can DM us there if you want to be on the show or you have questions for the entrepreneurs that are on the show. We do bring a lot of them back on for multiple episodes. Obviously, this is a part six with with Sam. So that just gives you guys an idea of what we're continuing to do here and that the story of entrepreneurs is not just a snapshot. It's a continuation. We are constantly pivoting. We are constantly adjusting and we are constantly growing. Uh, if you want to find me personally, you can find me what Sam was referring to at Justin Bizarro, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O on Instagram threads and Facebook. I am on TikTok as well. So you can find me on any of those on TikTok. I'm Justin Ryan Bizarro uh, because I couldn't remember my Justin Bizarro uh, password. And it's a little hard to figure that out when I change my phone number. So there is that issue. Uh, but again, if you want to listen to our other shows or this show, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you guys grow your podcast. Thank you, everyone. Keep sharing the episodes. Keep giving us five-star reviews. It helps entrepreneurs who are on the show. It helps the food businesses that are on the show. It helps other entrepreneurs out in the world, across the whole world. We're in over 140 countries right now in a world that has less than 200 countries. So that's impressive. That's quite a, an amazing feat. And, um, and I just appreciate everyone. I appreciate the the individuals that have come on the show and I appreciate all the customer um, customers who listen and support the shows for their for the businesses I appreciate the listeners who just listen in on the show I appreciate the entrepreneurs who have been on the show and I appreciate everyone who shares it to other entrepreneurs because that's our main audience guys is entrepreneurs around the world spreading freedom independence no matter what kind of country you're in entrepreneurs exist especially in the food space and there's more food entrepreneurs in the world than any other profession they create more jobs than any other job any other industry in the world so thank you everyone for listening in and we're out